to Just Slayin'. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Hannah. We're two best bitches on opposite sides of the world making a podcast. Just Slayin' with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What's uh, what's this show about, Caitlin? What's this podcast going to be? Well, the show is about a girl who was chosen to be the world's only vampire slayer. Only one in all the world. That's incredible. Buffy is probably my favorite show in the whole world. Um, and I'm looking forward to talking about martial arts, Buffy fashion, and um, just, I don't know, vampire lore in general. Mm-hmm. I also like uh, the be- behind-the-scenes trivia, the fun facts we learn oh, along the way. Yeah, I love trivia. <laughs> Have you ever done Buffy trivia? Do you think you'd be good at it? I did it one time but I was with a team of people who didn't know anything about Buffy so we did terribly and I just I couldn't pull out a win on that what about you I did it one time also and I <laughs> I I can't remember if I went with anyone or if I went alone what a nerd <laughs> uh, but I went to trivia and I remember thinking I knew a lot about Buffy and not knowing shit compared to everybody else in the room seriously yeah I feel like I know a lot of trivia but I don't I guess there's a lot of places and a lot of characters. I know. Like, do you know Tara's last name? No. No, me neither. Who's Tara? Did I say? I don't know. Did I say me neither? <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so. You know what I mean. <laughs> Why are we here? Why are we talking right now? Why are we in your ears talking at you? Because I, I live very far away from you. I no. never get to see you. Um, no. And for me, this is a chance to talk about my favorite show to my favorite person. Oh, stop. <laughs> but yeah, same. I live in Seattle and Hannah lives in Auckland, New Zealand, if you can believe it. And yeah. so we don't see each other a lot. Did you see the movie? No, I've I've probably rewatched all of the Buffy seasons, probably three times in my life um haven't seen the movie haven't read any of the comics i haven't even seen the angel series oh my god so yeah i'm a bit of a controversial buffy fan but but i would i would consider myself a big fan Hmm. of buffy the buffy first we need to make it have you seen firefly oh yeah okay big fan dollhouse no Hmm. okay well (laughs) Well, what about you? How big a Buffy fan are you? And how? when did you get into Buffy? Uh, well, first, I, we, we'll have to come up with some sort of scoring system to see who's the bigger Buffy fan. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I would say I'm a huge fan. I remember getting into it the summer after it ended. I, remember, I just like binged it right after that. It was on TV and I'd watch like an episode or two after school every day. And I was just like, what is this? I love this show. <laughs> And I actually watched Angel before Buffy, but I didn't realize they were connected. Really? Uh, yeah. So Episode one of Buffy, did you... Wait, no spoilers. Oh, come on. We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, when did Same. you... Same. I, I binged it over a summer. I was living with my aunt and my cousin in college, and uh, yeah, one day she just pulled out a box set of seven seasons of Buffy oh my (laughs) we just went on an adventure together (laughs) I fell in love with every character um every fight scene and 
probably every, not every Buffy outfit, but most Buffy outfits. Mm. Most Buffy hair, too. She's got <laughs> nice hair. She's, she's got a lot of good hair seasons. <laughs> so you said you watch it with your aunt and cousin? Yeah. Do you, are they as big of fans as you are? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you guys yeah, we, we watch... watched it. <laughs> together every every thanksgiving we watch the the thanksgiving episode there are certain episodes i go back to a lot mm-hmm. from the middle seasons yeah have you ever been to a buffy convention <laughs> no absolutely not and wow. I, no what? i can't believe you're laughing at me right now <laughs> I, I okay i didn't know they were a thing <laughs> i've been to many buffy conventions did you dress up uh no one i i like kind of dressed up I kind of dressed weird in high school, uh, but I dressed up sort of, kind of, in, like, a wash-inspired outfit for the Firefly convention I went to. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, but it was more just, like, a Hawaiian shirt and weird pants and lots of colors. Um, but that's a story <laughs> oh, for another okay. day. <laughs> but no, I never dressed up because my favorite characters were the nerd trio. So, oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's... Not till much later. Um, is that where you discovered your love of the Buffy comics? I never read the Buffy comics. What? Did you I didn't you either? Did. No. No. I want to. I just, yeah. I think after this rewatch, I will read the comics because I read a little bit of a synopsis and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. I want to see what's going on there." Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> should we deep dive into this episode? I think we should. So this episode, season one, episode one, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's called Welcome to to the Hell (laughs) Mouth. It premiered March 1997. Uh, This episode we're going to talk about today originally aired um, as a two-hour series premiere. So we're only going to talk about the first half this episode and next half the second episode. Uh, And the synopsis for this is... Picking up where the feature film left off, Buffy Summers and her mom moved to Sunnydale, California for a fresh start, unaware of the evil lurking in this quiet suburb. Somewhat reluctant in her role as the Slayer, Buffy quickly makes friends and enemies at her new school, while also meeting her new watcher, Giles, the mercurial school librarian. Her newly assembled team encounters the ever-abundant, unearthly creatures in Sunnydale. Oh my god. What a riveting synopsis. I already know. I have a feeling this show's going to be good. Oh, yeah. I'm interested. I love that they call Giles Mercurial. I looked that up, and it was not It was not a good definition. Yeah, I wouldn't really call him Mercurial, but okay. Maybe that's what they'd planned for, and then Anthony Stewart had just yeah. went his own direction on Giles. Yeah, he's like, nah, he's a cool guy, actually. Anyway, we'll meet yeah. Giles shortly. Yes. But what what uh, what do we see when we first start this episode? Okay, first episode is a montage of images. There's, it's so fast I can't even describe them as they come up. But it's like vampire bats, like spell books. There's a <laughs> cauldron. There's like a girl looking scared. There's a hand with claws. Like it's just a montage of creepy images. Yeah, and a voiceover saying, in every generation, there is a chosen one. She alone will stand against the vampires, the demons, and the forces of darkness. She is the slayer. She is the slayer. And then we open onto Sunnydale High School. But it's 
it's nighttime and we're panning through the hallways of this pretty typical um, looking school. Um, and then suddenly we're panning around this room and it's like a, I don't know how to describe this, but I don't feel like most schools would have a paleontology room. There's like a weird little skull under a, a glass vase. <laughs> and these two, these two teenagers are suddenly breaking in. Yeah, they break open the window and we see a young man and a beautiful blonde enter. And she seems scared of getting in trouble until she reveals, whoa, she's a vampire. She changes her face and she looks scary and she bites him. Oh my gosh, that's like a kind of a reversal of the classic, like dude turns out to be a creep and the girl is the scaredy one. Yeah, it turns out she's a creep. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see too many female predators, but I like <laughs> I like to see this genre subverting that yeah, trope totally. already. <laughs> is uh, this going to be a feminist show? I mean, that's the vibe I'm getting. I hope so. I'd like to see some female character development. Oh, we will. <laughs> so we jump right into some opening credits here, and we get more of the same imagery that we just saw. Spellbook. Yeah. Demons. Another yep. cauldron. <laughs> and we also see a bunch of names and faces we have not been introduced to yet. Like Nicholas Brendan, Allison Hannigan, Sarah Michelle Geller, Charisma Carpenter. Who else? Anthony Stewart Head. Mm, et cetera. That's all. Wow. Yeah. You read the credits so fast. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Created by Joss Whedon. Okay, so yeah, we see a girl. A young it's... sleeping blonde girl who's having some kind of nightmare. There's like some flashing images, um, some weird camera panning, so you know that she's dreaming. Mm -hmm. More of the same imagery we keep seeing of demons and a book with the word vampire on it. <laughs> And then she is woken up by a scary vamp face. I mean, in her dream. It's not in like, her dream. Yeah. Yeah, she sits up in her, her sweet, cozy little room. You see some moving boxes around her. Um, and you hear her mom calling her from downstairs. You realize it's her first day of school, probably in a, a new school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we're pulling up to school, mom and Buffy. And we see it's Sunnydale High School which is actually, in real life, Torrance High School, which is the same school used in Beverly Hills 90210. I assume it's in Los Angeles or something. I think it's it. Oh, man, it's somewhere a little further north than that that I can't think of right now. All right, but I got um, the right state. Yeah, yes, it's definitely in California. <laughs> Sunnydale <laughs> is also in California. <laughs> Good. It's got it. She's a Cali girl. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's Yeah, she is originally from L.A., we find out later. Um, do you think, do you think Joyce is originally from California or do you think she's come from another state and, you know, come I think, to raise her child, Buffy, in, in California? I think she's an East Coast lady. She's kind of got that classy look about her, you know? Yeah, like maybe like Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah, or Massachusetts. I don't know. I don't know those states very well. <laughs> I'm from Arizona. I'm from Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the other side of the country. So Buffy and her mom pull up and her mom tells her, uh, wishes her good luck at school and tells her to try not to get kicked out. Just think positive, Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get kicked out. Yeah. 
Um, so already we know that Buffy is a little bit troubled. Like, she's dressed very cute. She doesn't look like she's a troubled girl. And we also see a cute boy on a skateboard. Ugh, I don't think he's cute. I think he looks like a nerd. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is, but I was totally into that. <clears throat> Hot nerd really? alert. Oh, yeah, no. man. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so nerd guy's going down the sidewalk on a skateboard, um, just shoving people out of the way, and he catches a glimpse of our heroine, Buffy, <laughs> and he biffs it into a railing, like a stair railing, falls flat on his back, and who walks up to him? It's our girl Willow, played by Allison Hannigan, of course, uh, who got famous because of this show, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Or maybe um, band, what's that band movie? American Pie. <laughs> do, we, um, do we have any indications of this character, Willow? I don't think we even know her name yet. No, maybe this is our, our first glimpse of her. What do you think about her personality, just based on... How well, she's dressed. I mean, she's clearly the nerd. You know, kind of looks kind of homely in her her gray dress. She's got some long sort of almost red hair. She's wearing a button-up white shirt underneath her dress along with, like, white tights. Yeah, and the girl right next to her is wearing, like, a summer dress. You know, you could tell first day of school, it's probably she, August. It's probably she hot. Gets cold, she gets cold easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. only nerds get cold easily. <laughs> Maybe she's just tender. <laughs> exactly. She's dead. All right. I want to just point out that there was a different character, sorry, different actress supposed to play uh, Willow. Her name was Rick uh, Reagan. Riff Reagan, I've never heard of her. Yeah, she's not really been in much else, and she actually retired from acting. But there is an unaired pilot with her in it, and I've seen it, and it's very grainy. And Allison Hannigan fits the role much better, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay, I would love to see that. Mm. Um, I'd love to dig that up and just compare, like, who this initial Willow was to the baby Willow that I've come to know and love. I know it's maybe it's hard because I you know I Willow is Allison Hannigan to me so to see someone else doing it and Nicholas Brendan Xander not really having that much chemistry with her you know it's like nah yeah that would have ruined it yeah I guess that's why they didn't go with her okay so right after Xander runs into Willow they run into their friend Jesse and Jessie. yes we cut to Buffy in the principal's office uh, with Principal Flutie or Bob. Principal B. Flutie. Yes. He prefers <laughs> Bob. Uh, we find out she got transferred from a high school in L.A. She uh, <laughs> burned down the gym. Yeah, it turns out. Burned it right down. Why'd she do it? Well, it was full of uh, asbestos. <laughs> it's full of vam-asbestos. <laughs> yeah, vam-asbestos. Um, my, my other favorite thing about this scene is that B. Flutie is telling Buffy, like, at this school, you you can have a clean slate. It doesn't matter what you did before. And he takes her transcript or her record and he tears it up. Just yes. <laughs> tears it up. And then not a split second later, he's reaching for the tape to just tape it delicately back together. I mean, he tapes his thing up all wrong. Like, you look at what he's taping. It's not even, we <laughs> can't read that at all. No, he hasn't put two correct pieces together. No. It's like he's a child purposely <laughs> purposely taping it wrong. But why? Buffy must see this and just be like, what the 
fuck? Yeah, this guy's an idiot. His name's Flutie. <laughs> he seems he seems like an airhead. Yeah, well, he is. Uh, but he's he's willing to give our girl Buff a fresh start. That's right. Thank you, Principal Flutie. She leaves his office, and she we get kind of a, f- a full look of her outfit, and she looks very cute. She's wearing a baby blue cardigan with a maroon miniskirt and a little white hair clip um, and her blonde bangs. She's very cute. She's got, like, curly hair at the ends, her little curly bangs. But, unfortunately, she runs into a student in the hallway and her books get knocked to the ground. Who comes to her rescue? It's Xander. Xander, from across the hallway, makes it to Buffy's side in a split second and mumbles his words. You can tell he's infatuated with this woman already. No, um, wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, she's she's going to have a, a good reputation at the school with the boys. <laughs> and he says, can I have you? Ugh. I mean, can I help you? Ugh. Which is so awkward. It's so gross. Um, so she walks right away, and she's dropped something in the hallway. Xander bends over to pick it up, and he says, you forgot your, uh, your steak. Yeah, but she didn't hear him. He's like, I'm trying to get out of that convo ASAP. Yeah, what the heck's that about? Yeah, don't blame her. And then we are in class, and Buffy is, well, everybody's furiously taking down notes about the Black Death. <laughs> On the first day of school, man. It is the first day of a new term, and they're learning, they're deep into the Black Death already. Yeah. They're not even, like, going over the syllabus. No. Maybe they all had, like, work to do over the summer. Did you ever have to read books or study stuff before school? No. Never had to do that. No, we did. Did you ever do it? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I always did it, Hannah. I would have done it, too. (laughs) Yeah, and so we also meet Cordelia here, and she's kind of the classic popular girl, hair pulled up in a high ponytail, wearing a, I don't know, will you describe her outfit? It's like a sheer, but it's got like velvet piping pullover, but it's got a, a like a satin collar, and then she's, it's like the top is brown, and she's wearing lime green pants and brown heels. Anyway, it looks awful. It's actually a terrible outfit. But on her, it looks just sensational. Yeah, well, she's stunning. I do like well, that. That's all... how the fashion industry works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that uh, her shirt and her hair and her kind of her skin tone are all kind of the same color. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. She it's... pulls it off. Well, she'll pull anything off. But I bet she's jealous of Buffy's outfit. And also, she has great posture like charisma carpenter has got the beautifully back shoulder she's she looks impeccable also she's very tall yeah also are you fixing your posture right now <laughs> i just did <laughs> <laughs> i want to be like charisma i know until we see buffy and willow and charisma in the hallway and what is happening she bullies baby willow i know she's so mean to her buffy's immediately not into that she's kind of furrows her brow and she says what i don't know about this um but she kind of pretends to go along with it but she glances at willow and she's like no that's that's not right yeah you can tell buffy's not into it but cordy doesn't notice that 
and she invites Buffy to the Bronze, the local club in the, the quote, bad part of town. <laughs> it's about a half block from the good part of town. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Sunnydale's small. I wonder what the population of Sunnydale is. I don't know, but there's a lot of students. The school seems very big. Hmm, that's true. All right, so where's Buffy going now? She is heading into the school library. Yeah. Which I'd love to point out that this is, like, the fanciest library I've ever seen. There's mahogany railings and chairs and brass lamps with glass shades on it. Like, this looks like a, an old college library. Yes, this is not a California, you know, small town library. I don't know. Maybe they're just nicer in California. Maybe they've got more school funding. Anyway, so Buffy sees a a newspaper clipping on the counter of the library. Nobody's around. Um, But circled in red pen, there's an article that says local boys still missing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I guess that's interesting, but why are we circling it? That's a weird, unless they're like students from the school, that's a weird way to yeah. show your support. Yeah. Uh, so somebody has left this weird newspaper clipping there. And we see it is an older fella, and he's the librarian, Mr. Giles. The librarian. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I know what you want, girl. And he pulls out that book uh, that says vampire written on it. And she is not interested in that. So no, that's it's not what I'm looking for. It's like a super thick, leather-bound, engraved book. It's got those gold hinges on the side. Like, this is a book. And yeah. probably an evil book. Yeah, well, it does say vamp- vampire on it. But she's wow. totally skeezed. She leaves. And then we cut to the locker room. And we see two randos. They're talking about this new girl, Buffy. And one of them is making fun of her name. But then... Someone else greets her as Aphrodisia. So. Aphrodisia. <laughs> so, I love I that. that. Maybe it's a maybe it's a California name. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they are chit chatting, and all of a sudden, she opens the locker, and holy heck, there's a dead body falling out on top of her. Yeah. She screams so loud in this scene. Yes, uh, so loud and so long. And then we quickly get away from there, and we see Willow eating a sandwich by herself buffy but. comes up to her uh and you know she says i want to be your friend so i don't flunk all my classes and so they're making plans to study and then xander and jesse join in and xander returns buffy's steak she says that's what we use for self-defense in la it's all the rage <laughs> <laughs> then cordelia appears and she says they won't meet them in gym because there's an extreme dead guy in the locker room. Extreme. Yeah, and Buffy is quickly in slayer mode, investigator mode. She's like, how did he die? Were there marks? And everyone's like, uh, weirdo. Fuck, Buffy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we've met Jesse once before, and now we're meeting him again, played by Eric, uh, Eric Balfour. What do you think about this guy so far, this character? I I don't really know. He, has he had a line yet? He's probably had a line, but he had um, one. But he's not memorable. I can tell he's crushing on Cordelia. Yes. He's got like kind of a skateboarder vibe. Like he's got long hair. It's sort of curled in the back, and he's got like a skateboarder T-shirt on. Yeah, um, like surfer. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, that's probable. Could be a surfer guy. He seems very similar to Xander, but dumber. <laughs> and he also has a, he's, he's very tall. Like, I wonder how tall Charisma Carpenter is, because he's like eight inches taller than her. I don't know, but she's got to be in heels. Uh, yeah, I mean, she seems tall already. I wonder how tall. He's got to be like 6'4 or something. That's yeah. possible. Buffy sneaks off to, what's this? The locker room. She breaks open the door <laughs> and she goes around the corner to check out this dead body that's just been left there. Yeah. Like nobody is guarding this bathroom. No. no nobody has moved the the dead boy. I mean, the the body was covered and the door was locked. They so. should have immediately closed school. They did all they could do. That's <laughs> what do you want? You want a police presence? You want security patrolling? This is a small town. There's one ambulance. Yeah, it's busy. And sure enough, what does Buffy spot on the dead body? Uh, There are definitely vampire bites on that neck. Holy, holy heck. Holy heck. That dude's been drained. (laughs) Ain't no blood left in that boy. So Buffy goes to Giles in the library and she tells him she doesn't want to deal with this shit. And Giles is like, whoa, 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 no, you're, you're the Slayer, and I'm your Watcher. To every generation, a Slayer is born. One girl in all the world. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she does not want to hear that. So you're going to hear it again. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, she says she's retired. She had her little stint in L.A., and she doesn't want to do it anymore. Giles says he is her Watcher. He needs to train and prepare her. And she is reluctant. She really, really doesn't want to do it. No, she leaves the library. And then, uh uh-oh, what do we see? Turns out Xander was in this library the whole time. Do you think he ran and hid there out of shame after he said, (laughs) can I have you, Buffy? Well, we just saw him in the last scene, so he probably just followed, well, followed her there or something. Oh, he already, oh my God, he already showed his face to her. Yeah, (laughs) I know. The man has no shame. Mm -mm. Okay, so not only does Buffy storm out of the library to try to get away from Giles, but Giles follows her down Mm -hmm. the hallway and, like, stops her with his arm. And they're having a very heated conversation. Yes. Probably from the outside perspective. Yeah, the way he, like, stops her with his arm, if I was watching that, I would definitely think they were boinking. Oh, my God. New girl (laughs) on her first day. Is Boinkin' the new librarian? I know. New girl, new librarian. Sus. I never started at a new school, but we had just one librarian, and she was a very, very, very old woman. Yeah? Nobody would have boinked her. What about you? I don't remember any of my librarians. I wasn't very close to them. (laughs) I did have a very zesty art teacher once in high school. Yeah. What happened there? Well, you know, I just... Nothing, because oh. we were <laughs> student <laughs> and teacher. All right, okay. I don't know. I got an A. Mm, interesting. But I earned it. I didn't sleep <laughs> my way to the top. Yeah, you earned it. <laughs> uh, I had an art teacher who cut his fingers off with the paper cutter. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't see it. Wow. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a subterranean setting. There's like maybe the ruins of a cathedral. Like I see some archways. There's definitely some candelabras, piles of rubble. And there's like a pool of something. We look deep into the pool and there's some vamps there. Mm -hmm. 
What are they doing in this subterranean setting? I don't setting? know. They're like worshiping something. And then we zoom in on some creep who's just repeating, the sleeper will wake. And Ugh. yeah, all those vamps are praying. This guy's muttering to himself. What is going on here? Is somebody in the pool? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Now we are in Buffy's room and she is picking out, trying to pick out an outfit anyway. And she calls herself, what did she say? Call herself a slut? Yeah, she goes, I'm a big slut. Yeah, cute. I'm in the nun club. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's not valuing herself very Mm -hmm. well. She's using derogatory language on herself. That's not good for your self-esteem. How are you going to fit in in a new school, Buffy? Does anyone really truly value themselves at that age, though? I sure wish I had. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Anyway... Uh, yeah, and her mom is there, and they're chit-chatting, and she's talking about how they're definitely going to fit in in Sunnydale, and, uh, her mom, Joyce, is a babe. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, she's got that, whew, she's got the curly 80s mom hair. It's, it's like a, it's like a diamond shape yeah. around her head, <laughs> yeah. like hiding her ears. Yeah, and, I mean, when I first was watching this show, I thought, she's so old, but now I'm watching, I'm like, oh, she's not old. She just has old woman hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a she's a good-looking single yeah. mom. Sprightly Presumably. Joyce is single. Spoiler. Yeah, she ain't wearing a red- wedding ring. But she does care about her daughter, Buffy. And mm-hmm. she seems a little bit worried about Buffy going off alone to the bronze. Yeah, well, too bad, because Buffy's off to the bronze. <laughs> and we see a <laughs> shadow following her. And obviously she notices immediately because she's a slayer and she's yeah, on he's three meters behind her. Yeah. He's not exactly, <laughs> he's wearing like business shoes. Let's have to be tapping <laughs> on the sidewalk. So we got the shadowy guy following her and then she's wearing like this ridiculous outfit to go clubbing. And I can't believe she decided on this. It's like a <laughs> white tank top or spaghetti strap with a powder blue overshirt. It's definitely got shoulder pads in this blazer shirt no it's more like a it's more like a button-down shirt yeah they're they're very defined shoulders like she's maybe looking to establish like some power at this hmm. at this club i feel like we're kind of past the stage of shoulder pads at this point in fashion 1997 i don't know okay it's just a poorly fitted shirt then okay well i don't know they probably didn't have much budget for the tailoring department in season one (laughs) well we see the shadowy man finally, uh, and he, he's in frame and looking kind of cute. Mm? Yeah, he's definitely a nighttime babe stranger. <laughs> I'll work on that. Um, a nighttime stranger guy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Tall, dark, and strange. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, then we see Buffy do this really great move. He's looking around for her, and then the camera pans up, and she's doing a handstand on a like a pole above him, so directly he, above him. Yeah, so he can't see her, and then she like swings down and kicks him to the ground, and like how great would that be if you did that in real life? There's some Holy creep. Yeah, moly, I would love to use that. Some creep following you home, and you're just like, you know, you got your key in your in between your fingers, ready to attack. <laughs> but instead, 
you just do some parkour up to this bar. <laughs> Holy shit. I'd love that. Ugh, kick some ass. Okay, so, so what is what is the creepy guy actually following her for? She helps him up, and she doesn't immediately kill him for some reason. For some reason. But, you know, maybe she, maybe she really is retired. I don't know. She looks ready to fight. She's in fighting stance. I don't know. She's on edge, yeah, as she, she has to be. She's like, what do you want? What do you want? And he says, he tells her... He's basically there to warn her. Tells her she's standing at the mouth of hell and it's about to open. Then he gives her a gift. He gives her a cross necklace yeah. in a box. But it's not just like a cross necklace. It is a, a cross. It is very large. Yes. The scene is actually used in the opening credits. Her opening that box with her, oh. her big uh, pink purple ring on. It's a great ring. I know. I like it. He warns her before he leaves. He warns her about the harvest. So and then, yeah, we move on. Done with that. Buffy's all good. She just goes to the bronze, gives some money to the bouncer, and <clears throat> she walks in. And we hear a band playing. And we see a band playing. And this is a real band. They're called Sprung Monkey. Sprung Monkey? Yeah. I don't know. I never heard of them, but they have a wiki page. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to read that. Yeah, I can not pretend I would, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to. I like the song. They look very grungy, but like a tidy grunge. Yeah, like California grunge. Yeah, Buffy's into it. She spies her friend Willow over at the bar. Yeah, Willow's sitting at the bar. Did you notice that she's eating raisins? <laughs> oh my God, Sunmaid! <gasps> she. <laughs> is and she tells buffy how she and xander used to date yes because she she asked about him and then willow goes oh when we were five (laughs) so you can tell this this girl willow baby willow hasn't had a lot of dating experience yeah she's or any any life experience she's very clearly very innocent well she's just yeah we'll see we'll see more about willow Yes. After leaving Willow with some sage advice about seizing the moment, uh, Buffy sees Giles and goes to talk to him. And this is maybe the first and last time we see him at the bronze because he doesn't hang out with children, except all the kids he does hang out with. (laughs) Which is good because after his behavior with Buffy in the hallway, people might, he might get a bad rap. Yeah. I mean, this doesn't look good because they're talking to each other at this club. I would like to interject just a tiny bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, this next scene that we're about to see is was actually Anthony Stewart Head's audition scene for the oh. show. I learned that. When they're talking at the bronze? Yeah, so this is what he auditioned on. Cute. Yeah, so he has this, I mean, it's not a monologue, but he, definitely a few lines. And he says, I'd rather be at home with a cup of Bovril and a good book. What and Bovril? I, I, okay. When I looked it up, it said it was a thick and salt meat extract paste, similar Ew. to Marmite and Vegemite. Ugh. But I don't know why he would want that. So He's English. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't pretend I'll ever understand the English. <laughs> so she tells him her newly learned information from Dark Stranger Man in the Alley. <laughs> dark, uh, gorgeous, annoying guy yes. is what I had in my notes. <laughs> she tells him about the harvest. Giles is like, oh, hmm, interesting. Well, that's not your problem anymore. It's not as though you've been having nightmares or anything. Oh, gosh. How does he know about her nightmares? I know. She, she is definitely having nightmares. What does he watch exactly? 
to watch her. <laughs> he watches her. All right. He's trying to convince her to slay again. Yes. And they're just like at this club talking so openly about vampires. It seems like a crowded place. Are there people overhearing this and just not thinking about it? Or is nobody hearing? Well, they're teenagers, so they're all in their own world, right? But Okay, that's true. But also, it's not like there's any alcohol around. Well, I guess there might be, but they're not serving alcohol. So these are all very sober people. They should are there, be more careful. Is this a, a teens-only club? Because I always felt like it was underage and overage. Like, you could go there, but if you, like, get an X mark on your hand if you were underage mm -hmm. or something. Maybe. I mean, it seems like a lot of teenagers. And also, if you're over 21, why would you go to a bar that lets people under 21 come, you know? Okay, yeah. They're probably drinking it. The gold. <laughs> the gold. The platinum. <laughs> <laughs> so now we cut to Cordelia. And she is sipping on a little sip. And Jesse comes over to her as she's talking about how no one cool has Epstein Bar. <laughs> I rebuke that uh, because Cher has Epstein Bar. Did you look that up? Or did you just know that? I looked it up. Come on. Epstein Bar, fun fact. <laughs> I said, who has Epstein Bar? He <laughs> did. Though, I mean, perfectly plausible, I would have that trivia. My mom was a big Cher fan back in the, uh, what was that album where Do You Believe in Life After Love came off? Oh, yeah. Oh, she loved that shit. <laughs> Blasting it. Anyway, what happens here? So, Jesse, what does Jesse do? Jesse approaches Cordelia and she brushes him off. He asks her to dance and she's like, no, no way. Jesse's a nerd. And then he says something creepy. So he goes, watch me prowl. Jesse said that? Yeah. Ugh. It's a little creepy. What's the matter so, with him? Like he got rejected, but I don't know if his intentions with Cordelia were good. Oh, I don't think so. I don't know. We don't know much about this character at all. I know. I support... So Cordy's defensiveness. She's an attractive lady. She's she can't just be nice to everyone. She's a woman with a high standard, and That's I appreciate right. that. <laughs> um, so back up to the balcony where Giles and Buffy are having a chat about vampires. Giles tells Buffy to reach out with her mind and sense vampires in the club, but instead <laughs> she just finds one through fashion sense. Uh, yeah, she spots him immediately yeah. by his shirt. <laughs> Yeah, she describes how out of date his fashion is. But also, and Jazz is upset. Yeah. He's upset because he says, well, you didn't hold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, this fashion mishap is talking to Willow, which that's no good. Uh, and Buffy is immediately very worried. Well, yeah. she's seizing the day. Yeah, I Buffy. Know. Well, she, yeah, she's just following your advice. She Buffy sees them walking out of the club and... She leaves Giles to follow them out. Yeah, she walks backstage. You can see, like, there's a dark hallway with some show posters and stuff. She's looking around. Nobody's around. And then, out of nowhere, Cordelia shows up. Buffy picks her up, like, by her neck and pulls out her her stake. Yeah, she's ready to stake this, this gal. Don't surprise a vampire slayer on a vampire hunt. Duh, like, rule one, God. <laughs> yeah that's that's a bad look that's not gonna do much for buffy's cred or her popularity but cordelia's is the best line she's yes. like oh, what is your childhood trauma <laughs> which honestly feels like an underreaction to me i i think i 
run away or cry but i would have been much more scared yeah but instead she just like pulls out her is it a phone? Do they have phones? Yeah, she pulls out her her flip phone. Be a BlackBerry. Yeah, and like you know, pulls up the antenna, and then starts calling all of her friends. Spills the tea. Excuse me, I have to call everyone I've ever met. Yes. <laughs> so we are go back to the club after that missed opportunity, and we see Jesse talking to a familiar face, that hot chick vampire from the first scene. Yeah. <gasps> We know she's a vampire. Darla. Jesse prowled for her. Or is she prowling for him? Mm-mm-mm. We'll oh see. Oh my god. <laughs> this is going to be good. All right, so, we're back in the, the subterranean ruins. Coming up out of this blood pool is the master. Yeah, um, he's this really gnarly looking... <clears throat> I mean, he looks like a demon. And he's rising out of the blood. Without a stain, mind you. Well, he's wearing all leather. It looks like yeah. to be a waxed <laughs> leather. So, yeah, but yeah, there might be some blood yeah. in and about his face. But no, he's clean as a whistle. Yeah, it's very repellent, that leather. <laughs> so the vampire we saw who summoning him takes his hand and he calls him Master. Master. So the Master reaches out and he, I don't know, he's being blocked by something. Is it a wall? Is it a portal? It's like an are invisible they, shield. Are they both trapped in there or just the Master? No, because the Master says the creepiest thing ever mm. to the ugh, other vampire. And he goes, bring me something to eat. Bring me something young. Ew. So and- next scene, we see this out of date supposed vampire guy leading baby willow into the dark but willow thinks they're going to get ice cream she's like wait we should be going down hamilton street yeah. <laughs> she's talking to zero off and you could tell he's annoyed and he grabs her hand and he's like come on just come with me oh my god he leads her straight into a cemetery oh my god i'm bolting what she she's thinking? very trusting to this strange strange yeah. man anyway yeah. buffy and xander are coming out of the bronze and she asks him if he knows where Willow is. And Xander reveals he knows she's the Slayer after overhearing that conversation with Buffy and Giles in the library. Or rather, he's kind of just making fun of her and he thinks she's delusional. Yeah. He seems like he thinks she's a loony. And Buffy is upset because seemingly everyone knows she's the Slayer. But who knows? It's Giles and I guess the vampires and Xander. Okay, so quite a few people know. Yeah, okay, that's not nothing. <laughs> She's been in town for two days. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, and not... I guess also the stranger from the alley. I guess we assume he knows. Yeah, he, he's seemingly working with someone. Is it the master? Is it Giles? I don't know. Willow and vampire guy get to this, I don't know what you call it, a mausoleum, a crypt. He opens this door and he pushes Willow in and he's being super creepy. She wants to leave. He's creeping. And then Darla appears with Jesse, who is looking a a bit under the weather. Yeah, he's looking rough. Oh, he passes out. Willow tries to 
to ease him to the ground. But Jesse's like, oh, I think she gave me a hickey. You can see that Darla's been sucking on that neck. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Does that mean he's done for? Does that mean he's going to turn? Or in this vampire world, do you have to, like, drink the blood of the vampire as well? Yeah, you got to drink the blood of the vampire. So okay, He'll just that's die, well known. Probably. Vampire yeah. lore. Yes, got this really rough transition into vamp face for Darla, where she's like <laughs> right in the middle of a sentence, and it's and it ch- it's tough. It changes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, they get better. Uh, yes. The show gets better at it. Everything gets better. Keep in mind, it's just season one. I would write season one off as not one of the best, but yeah, but it's a good intro. You know, there's a the high cheese factor. Throughout the whole show, but definitely in season one. I think they really hit the ground running in season two. That's where it gets really good. But there's, you'll see, there's great stuff all the way through. I wish I could go back in time and introduce my nine-year-old self to the show. Eight-year-old Oh self. my god. Oh man. I'm going to introduce every child I know to the show. <laughs> I only I know, know two children. <laughs> well, two more fans. <laughs> One's a baby. She'll, she'll have to wait a while. No. I think we could get Gen Zers into this show, like the fashion they would yeah. love, the quippy lines. Mm-hmm. There's some definitely some problematic mm-hmm. gender discussion. Like there's some sexist lines yeah. and misogyny, patriarchy rearing its head. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of problematic things that have aged with the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like Gen Z could be really into this. Just gotta give it the room for I would like to see more Sarah Michelle Geller hair in the general public mm. anyway what are we doing in the show here uh so Buffy and Xander show up and everyone's in the crypt now yes yeah, so we're all here Buffy is quipping right off the bat and we very quickly see our first vamp dusting of the series yeah but it's not a very good or very satisfying vamp dusting she has the stake and just pushes it backward it takes a few seconds we get horrified reaction shots from everyone and then he's dusted buffy's pretty nonchalant about it darla looks very shocked and then (laughs) xander gets jesse and willow out of there while buffy picks a fight with darla she immediately starts kicking darla's ass yes and overpowers her Yes, Darla doesn't know she's the Slayer. Doesn't even seem to know what a Slayer is. Buffy's got the element of surprise here. But she seems, like, shocked to have been beaten. Like, I think Darla was not expecting this level of power. Then, a hand reaches out, picks Buffy up, and tosses her stunt double into the the mausoleum wall. I can tell it's not Sarah Michelle Gellar. (laughs) How? It's Uh. a a different shape body. I I know my girl. Yeah. Well, this is the other vampire that we see, uh, we saw with the master before. His name is Luke. If I think they've already introduced him as that. And yeah, he, so he's kicking Buffy's butt. And Darla runs out of there, so it's just Buffy fighting Luke. And then we run into Xander, Jesse, and Willow, who are trying to escape some vampires in the graveyard. Oh my god. So everyone's in danger. Buffy's getting her butt kicked, it seems like. The group in the graveyard's in trouble. We travel back to Buffy in the mausoleum, and she does the most amazing gymnast flip over the stone coffin that's in the center. Mm -hmm. She picks up what I think is a different stake. It's not quite as short and chubby as the first one, so she's clearly got more stakes. But it doesn't actually look that sharp. No, very blunt. He just kind of, like, knocks it away. He knows she's strong. And then he shoves her into the mausoleum coffin cement coffin thing what's that thing called i'm going with 
sarcophagus. That's what we said last a, time. A sarcophagus. Yes. Uh, so the sarcophagus. Yeah. So Luke is like, he's, he's ready for her. And she is at this point not ready for him. Yeah. He tells her about the harvest prophecy. He says mm-hmm. the blood of men will flow as wine and the master will walk among them once more. So oh. like the master at this point seems to be kind of trapped because he's just hanging out in the mausoleum now. I mean, yeah, I misspoke. He's hanging out in the underground lair. So somehow they've got to free him. Yeah. And we also get some simultaneous footage of Giles in the library looking through a book and uh, sees a picture of a demon with some lightning. And then, yeah, so he's clearly learning this knowledge along with Buffy. Oh, I get the very same time, probably. Probably. Is <laughs> <laughs> the wise. <laughs> been meditating on this i know when buffy's gonna have her fight i'm gonna <laughs> learn it just at eight o'clock back to buffy and luke flips her into the sarcophagus along with a very old skeleton then he and a fine in. a fine satin blanket that's right and she is like crap and then he jumps on top of her and he goes in for the kill and then this episode ends with a to be continued oh my god oh what my a god. hook what <laughs> i'm I, I love this show already oh yeah it's got everything it had drama it had intrigue dead bodies in lockers and a few uh quippy lines yeah and it left us with a cliffhanger oh my gosh should we go into some some nominations for things okay. like best line best girl power moment etc whatever you got in your notes absolutely i for example <laughs> have a nomination for Xander's cringiest line and it's mm-hmm. when he bumps into Buffy and he says can I have you Ugh. I don't think anything nothing can beat that no what a nerd uh yes I want to nominate uh Buffy for best girl power moment when she was doing that handstand on that pipe ready to kill Angel fuck yeah yeah that was very good I actually wait I have one more piece of trivia because okay. I wanted to I wanted to tell you that that dark scene, that scene in the alley with David Boreanaz, um, uh-huh. that was his audition scene. Ah, no wonder it was so awkward. I felt like he had a really, he had a really good acting range there. No, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not a fan. <laughs> I think otherwise. That was a good um, best girl power moment, but yes. I liked, I liked the part in the library initially with Giles when she was like, uh-uh, I'm not slaying anymore. She stood up for herself and she said, absolutely not. But then she did it anyway. Yeah. But she did. She did want to do what was right by her. Yeah, initially, good girl power. I think it was a good girl power moment. Yeah, so twofer for Buffy. I have a nomination for Cordelia's bitchiest line. Oh, what is it? <laughs> it's when... She joins um, everyone outside to tell them about the dead guy in the locker. And she says, I don't mean to interrupt your downward mobility, but. (laughs) Yes, uh, I actually loved her. I thought her bitchiest line was when Buffy almost, you know, killed her with a stake. And she says, what's your childhood trauma? (laughs) So good. Such a, I mean, I know this is set in 97. I feel like that's more of like an 80s line. Is that from a, a movie? I have no idea, but um, it fits. Is that from It Heathers? seems like... I have no idea. I've never seen that. Oh, Ooh. Man, good. That's a Winona movie. I love Winona yeah. Ryder. That's what if movie. she'd been in, in Buffy? Oh, she'd fit right in. She would have been young. She could have been a like one of Cordelia's friends. Yeah. 
Oh my god. I can see it. Well, maybe in some alternate universe. I wish. Uh, speaking um, of alternate universes. Yeah. I actually have a fan fiction I've selected for this evening's reading. Oh yeah, we had thought about doing some fan fiction readings for this podcast. That's right. Wait, before we start, I actually have never read nor written a fan fiction for anything that I like ever in my life. That is crazy. What do I need to know? Do people get prompts? <laughs> do people just like see a show and they're like, I'd love to see these two characters together? Yeah, it's pretty What's much the motivation? all of that. There's not a lot of rules. It's basically just you're writing a story that involves characters from whatever show or movie or book. And you can also like cross over anything. So like you can do Buffy and Lord of the Rings crossovers. Doesn't oh make any God. sense. But you know, be creative. She could be slaying orcs. Yeah, she'd be great at that. I bet orcs would go to the Hellmouth. Sounds like just the place for that. I mean, that's basically what happened in Lord of the Rings. Well, they lived in a place called Mount Doom. Yeah, that's it's equally that as sinister. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a different one. There's probably many around the world. Yeah, I mean, there's one in California and there's one in Middle Earth. <laughs> <laughs> or was there one at Buffy's old school? Oh well, there were vampires there, so yeah. Was there Hellmouth in her previous school? There's got to be one in LA. Good yeah. Huh. Hmm. Well, let's set up a um an Instagram and an email account so we can have listeners' thoughts on that. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Um, uh, so our Instagram is just slaying pod, and that is no G. Just slaying. Just slaying. I just did this like the <laughs> the devil horn sign with my fingers. <laughs> Uh, the Gmail uh, is just slaying pod at gmail.com. Excellent. Yeah. And so now, before we sign off, let me present to you this short fan fiction excerpts. It's titled Diary of a Slayer, written by Esther Knight. This was published May 28th, 2020. So, Ooh. pretty recently. Okay, cool. Uh, just, just starting that pandemic. Might as well pick up a new fanfic writing hobby. Thanks, Esther. Yeah. So it's an alternate universe, season one. So we're dealing with a pre-Slayer Buffy here. We'll see how it goes. Dear Diary, I think I'm losing my mind. I must be. But I can't tell anybody because they would so send me to a crazy farm. And maybe they should. My name is Buffy Summers, and I see demons. It all started at the mall when I was shopping with my best friends, Cordelia Chase and Harmony Kendall. <laughs> We are the fashion icons of Sunnydale High. We were in between the wet seal and bath and body works when this crazy lady popped up in front of me. She waved her arms around and said, I sense that your life will change today. You are in danger. I looked at the tarot card booth she came from. She's really just a bum peddling for cash. I I stepped past her and followed my friends toward wet steel. I'll see you later, Buffy. The crazy lady screamed as we walked away. How does she know your name? Harmony whispered. Maybe she is psychic. Cordelia shook her head. Don't be stupid, Harm. We're here every day. I'm sure she just heard one of us say Buffy's name. Right, Buffy? I nodded. Then it happened. I saw this hideous creature on the ceiling. It had this hunchback gray body with big black wings and its eyes. Its red eyes were terrifying. It stared right at me, its eyes just glaring at me. Oh my god, what is that? What, Buffy? That, I said, pointing at it. What are you talking about? 
Cordy, you don't see it? Do You don't see that thing? I turned back around and it was gone. Buffy, did you have breakfast today? Maybe you're a little hungry, Cordelia <laughs> said. We should get smoothies. Yeah, totally. I agreed. I'm going to kind of summarize this middle bit here. It goes <laughs> on for a little bit. But later on, Buffy ends up going back to see that tarot lady. And the tarot lady call uh, pulls up a death card. Uh-oh. Oh. It's okay. It doesn't mean death. It just means transformation in life. No worries. Uh, later on, she wakes up from a dream and sees a creature from earlier sitting on her uh, nightstand. Ugh. She chases it into the living room to find her mom, who didn't see a thing. So then at school the next day, Buffy is alone in the hallway. And then, of course, it appears. Hey, what are you? I yelled out. I chased him across the hall, and then I saw it pull the fire alarm. It was like hell broke loose. The alarm banged through the halls of the school. The sparkles... Sparkles? went off and were beeping although with sprinklers yeah there was sparkles (laughs) the sprinklers went off and were beeping although with the blaring fire alarm okay that doesn't make sense doors flying open teachers and students running out crowds stamping to the exits rained on students were screaming panicked teachers screaming louder moving and fast forward everything became blurred one blurry figure started growing larger i blinked and vice principal snyder came into focus i opened my mouth but i couldn't speak there was no way to justify this. Miss Summers, he yelled. God, he looked mad. Mom and I had a meeting with Principal Flutie tomorrow. I was going to be so dead. I oh got home God. to see a letter on my doorstep. It read, Buffy, more will be revealed soon. You will get more information when you're ready to hear it. For now, read up on demons and do your homework. <laughs> the end. Oh, great fan fiction. <laughs> I love that. So it's like a world where she's her powers are just being awoken in her. Yeah. Wake, wakened. Just awakened. Awakened. I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, alternate universe where she moved to Sunnydale for a different reason than burning down the gym in her old high school. Probably divorce. Yes, that's probably right. Fortunately, I <laughs> think. Fortunately, Joyce is a single mother. <laughs> Oh, my baby Joy's. <laughs> She's so nice. <laughs> that was a great fan fiction. I feel like that sets a great a great tone for the podcast series. Oh, glad you liked it. Eventually, we'll be writing our own. Absolutely. Cannot wait for that day. <laughs> Me and you collaborating. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I guess for sign-off, uh, I'm Hannah. Uh, happy hunting. And I'm Caitlin. Later, Slayers. <laughs>